Yo, what up? The schoolboy Q. You're listening to Billboard's Ballin' Out. Hey guys, what's up? It's Natalie. It's Adele. And you're listening to Ballin' Out. NFL season. Almost here. We've got a really jam-packed, awesome NFL preview show for you. We're super, super excited about this one. We do, we do, we do. We've got none other than the LA Rams, not the St. Louis Rams, the LA Rams, Akeem Ayers, and my old friend, Schoolboy Q. Yay! (laughs) Tap dog in the building. Definitely. And he's got... He's got some great stuff to say. He's a big football fan. He, he got is. to visit Rams really training camp for yep. Hard Knocks. and Alongside he, Kendrick. So exactly. he talks about that. Yeah. We got to embed that in the post, that little video of them. He got, he well, he gave me some fantasy football advice, which is great. Being, you know, my the first time for me to finally play. I know. I've got to set up, up our and, league. Up and running. <laughs> a lot of administrative work to get done there. But... It's fine. It's all going to happen. And before we dive into those awesome interviews, let's talk a little football, let's talk a little NFL. Seahawks are one and one. Not an ideal preseason moment, but you know we're we're working on it. Right. It's still preseason. I honestly have not been ca- paying attention to the Jets. Terrible. That's because Adele's too busy working. That's why she's not feeling great today. <laughs> I know she's going to be low key, and I'm going to be annoying. And it's it's going to be awesome. Well, it's also because I was turning up all weekend, aka working <laughs> at the Billboard Hot 100, 100 Festival, which was actually amazing. I mean, I got to turn up to Fetty Wap, turn up to Jay Cole, turn up to Ray Shremard. So that's a great weekend in my book. Yeah. No, can't. Can't complain at all. I meanwhile was turning up at Kenny Chesney, but that's, that's a story <laughs> yeah. for another time. And probably. Miranda Lambert. Yeah, I know. That's, a, <laughs> that's why I was there. I'm being dramatic. I wasn't there for Kenny Chesney. I was there for Miranda Lambert and Sam Hunt, but I was at MetLife Stadium and in she made it back East Rutherford, in one piece. New Jersey, the the very location where the Seahawks won Super Bowl Forty Eight. So this one it's special. It's a special place in your heart. It is. Adele's like <laughs> literally shut up. That's where the Jets play every other week. Um, but but yeah. Um, so we're just gonna dive right into some. We've got some fun stuff to bring up today. Some real MVPs. So, some real real MVPs. First off, shout out to Frank Ocean for finally, finally. dropping his album not one album but two albums actually he dropped a visual album called endless and it was basically just the entire internet watching him create a staircase fun times (laughs) and then i know he got a little hgtv it's good to know that like not i'm not the only one out here spending my weekends watching hgtv it's also frank ocean yeah and then after that probably like 24 hours after that he dropped the actual album called blonde which i'm not even quite sure if it's spelled with an e or without an e i think it was like intentionally like one way one place and one place and the other place like I guess it like artistic sense. license or something, but yeah, he actually it turned out this was all very stealth ploy to make like his real album independent yep. and his and visual take all the money. Album, his last one under contract for Def Jam, which you know, 
I, that's a business boss move right there, yes. you know? He was truly balling out. <laughs> and yes, literally. He's about to be balling out even further, yes. even further than a dude who has songs called White Ferrari. And then even if you look at the credits, it's just like a stacked list. You have Beyonce, Andre 3000, Kendrick Lamar, James Blake, Kanye, who actually wrote a poem about McDonald's. For the magazine. That was a different thing. Yeah, so it's something completely different. But, um, you know, the album is great. I can't stop listening to certain songs like Self Control and Nights. Solo is another jam. And, yeah, I mean, it's just great to have Ocean. Yeah, no, we're just like, I mean, I don't know. My feelings on the album are still forming. I'm not still living with the album, basically. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I've been sort of ignoring the album. But I, I'm not going to offer any hot takes just yet. I'm just going to be like, you know, I'm glad people That's are happy. That's out of character for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Rude. <laughs> wow, kidding. she's like allegedly sick and she's just like all here with the shade. Look, all right, I'm trying to be thoughtful and considerate because I know Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean, Jesus, Frank Ocean. <laughs> This album is important for a lot of people, which is, you know, great, and I'm happy about it, but, like, I personally listened once and was, like, not enthralled, mm-hmm. shall we say? So I'm just going like, to let totally it, entitled to your it, own opinion. Let it marinate. I'm a yeah. big Channel Orange fan. My old band covered Thinking About You, so I've got, I've got some sentimental hey, Some sentimental value there. there. Yeah, I mean, who didn't, like, for those of us who were, like, in our early 20s around Channel Orange era like that's it was like it was a it was a moment yes it it really was it was like it was a thing so it's sort of I mean it's just was gonna be hard to talk about Mm. no matter what and I do feel like that album is easier to play front to back whereas for Blonde I find myself just going back to certain tracks 10 times interesting um yeah yeah. it's it's a stacked thing we were looking for some athlete reactions to Frank Ocean and we didn't see any off top but we're sure they 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 need the hype anthems (laughs) There, yeah, no mellow, chill out. The Frank Ocean fans. album, I feel like, is for after you lose a game. <laughs> You're right. like being moody. You're like I'm gonna... pondering life. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and another MVP actually is Simone Biles, who yeah. is now the most decorated gymnast. Yeah, which is four gold medals. Crazy. All in my chain. Gold all in my ring. Gold all in my watch. Don't believe me. Yeah, no, she just. I mean, congrats to her. She yeah. just is like owning it. She's like the tiniest person on the planet. She is tinier even than Adele, who is fairly tiny herself. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's unbeatable. And, you know, she even got to meet her celebrity crush, Zach Efron. Which is so adorable. Like, also, who still has a crush on Zac Efron at being 2016? That's my one question. But I was like, going to say, it's very High School Musical of her, because that's exactly. exactly how I felt when High School Musical came. I was obsessed. <laughs> but I was also team Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron. Right. Yeah, no, I sort of was like, I was a bit of a... <laughs> now Adele's going to make fun of me again. I was a bit of a contrarian always and still am, so I was sort of like anti-high school musical. But <laughs> I know, it was just too corny and infectious for me not to love. I know. I was like, I don't want it, I don't want it. But see, Adele, I'm, I I'm, can be an asshole about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Except when good. it's the corny stuff that I love, which then, you, as you know, I am very obnoxious about. So just <laughs> annoying we all the We balance each other out. Yeah, it's it, totally fine. 
It really is. But yeah, so he gave her a kiss on the cheek and it was really adorable. Yeah. And then she gave like side eye to anyone else who talked about him and it was really cute. There was Aww. this video interview where like Ali Raceman was like, oh yeah, Zach Efron came and she was like, listen, like that's my man. That's my like man, step off. Yeah. It was great. And then we had another like cool unexpected thing. And it has to do with the NFL, which we don't really think about cool and unexpected when we think about the NFL. We think about <laughs> protecting the shield and bad decisions, <laughs> like usually not in that order. Um, but they did this interesting promo featuring St. Vincent, who is not a person like one would normally associate with like NFL promotion because mm-hmm. she's like this super cool indie rock, like really brilliant guitarist yeah. and songwriter. But she's definitely a little bit alternative, like, you know, a little out there. Mm-hmm. NFL, you know, Carrie Underwood sings Sunday Night Football. Right. You know? <laughs> so this is a little bit out of their, like, wheelhouse a little bit by them picking um, St. Vincent. But she really rocked her version of the Star Spangled Banner for that commercial. And it yeah. turns out she's a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Which is so, and she tells this super adorable story. She's like, I got into it during the Troy Aikman era. And like, I had this Cowboys uniform that my parents got me. And my whole dream was that someday I would be in Cowboys Stadium and they would just like pick me out of the audience and be like, how can we win this game? Yeah. Here's our way. <laughs> like, Which that's is, an amazing <laughs> fangirl story. It's so good. And it's just like, it's a very sweet ad. And it's, it's definitely a Jimi Hendrix shout out with the thing. Cause it's, you know, she's doing the guitar yeah. solo with the star spangled banner, but, but yeah, it's definitely but like kudos to the look. NFL yeah, for exactly. them doing that. Like stepping a little outside the box, doing mm-hmm. something a little different with somebody that maybe a lot of NFL fans haven't heard of. Yeah. You know, it's a dope, dope project. So a rare kudos to the national football league. <laughs> we'll talk about somebody else who has some stuff to say about the NFL in a bit but of course we have the drake update of course <laughs> there's never not something to say about aubrey graham <laughs> oh man oh man oh man not again the one and only so let's talk a little bit about him and his philly show not only was he rocking a sixers jersey a sixers drake Drake, the uh, uh, Raptors fan, I believe. Yeah. Right? Or the yes, the uh, well, the global ambassador of yeah. the Toronto so, Raptors. Uh, so you know he's now heard of them. He's uh, heard of right. them. <laughs> you know, it's just for show because now he's rocking this uh, Philly Sixers jersey <laughs> and reigniting the Meek Mill beef all over right. again. Because you know he just he has his summer sixteen tour stop in Philadelphia, which you know of course he's going to do that. He's going to go everywhere and sell out every arena because mm-hmm. that's what the hell he does. But Philadelphia happens to be the home of Meek Mill. Very his like loud arch, Philly his nemesis stand. in rep. Yes. And like nobody reps Philadelphia more probably in the present day rap game than Meek Mill. Exactly. And An so, Eagles fan. Right. <laughs> Rapper and Eagles fan. Sorry, Kristen Michael. Um <laughs> But I believe it was during a performance of Back to Back, which is the actual diss the song track. that Drake dropped against Meek and redid some of the words. Yeah. Basically calling him out. I'll, I'll I'll play it. I won't say what he said, but um, you know, he basically just called him out for not doing anything. 
Nicki Minaj is over it at this point too. Yeah, she just she moved into a new house in LA okay. with Meek Mill. Me. Yeah. So and he was all like, "Oh, I'm not going to stop coming here. Like, you know, I love Philly. Like, it's just this guy, blah blah blah." And he was like yeah. talking. All and there shit. were like reports that like Meek Mill's entourage like rolled up on him, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, after the show, like, but Drake had dipped, and it's just all this craziness. Um, and he's then, just trying to get his name in the headlines again. Yeah, I mean, but he's always in the headlines. I know, but that's because he pulls shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, um, during another pit stop this week on the Summer 16 tour, another special guest showed up, but not so much on stage, but in the crowd rather. And his name is none other than Sean Puff Diddy, Puff Daddy, <laughs> Mr. Combs, whatever the hell you want to call him because he has 10,000 names. He just like rolled up to the stadium in Greensboro, which is so random, and made an appearance, which is strange because they, too, have, like, a rumored, I don't know, they have a rumored beef between them. I've never heard about this. Tell me more. Like, what is the rumor? Well, when Drake dropped a song, and I can't even remember the name of it right now, he's like, OG's trying to press me, and that was allegedly targeted at Diddy. Oh, and there was that thing when they were, like, when he hit him or whatever? Yeah, there was, like, rumors of that bottle popping battle. (laughs) You know, the same thing he did with Chris Brown, basically. Um, So... It was just very random. Um, I don't know what's to come of that, if that means that they are on good terms or Diddy's just trying to troll in real life. But, you know, there's just a lot going on on the Summer 16th or every city. But that's how he makes money, is to make it, like, newsworthy, you know? Yeah, it's true. like a... I don't know. It's like the Taylor Swift thing when she was, like, bringing out a different person at every stop. Yep. You know, they've got to keep it relevant or whatever. Hashtag relevant. <laughs> yeah and also on the injury report besides drake yeah we're we're combining the drake update and the injury report for this special episode because <laughs> we don't need anyone starting more beefs that we have to write any news posts about um but we have you know josh norman so he was on the carolina panthers mm-hmm. it was a big shock that they didn't use their franchise tag on him earlier in the off season. And so he went to the Washington team that we will not say because we're PC here. <laughs> right. Um, and he just did an ESPN story, like a big feature. And he used the chance to like really say some stuff that was like a little bit out of pocket, mm-hmm. you know, for most people. Watch me smack that hat all on the floor. Smack that hat, give me some more. Smack that hat till you get some Like... First, he talked about Goodell, which is, you know, fine, because um, pretty fine much everyone, everyone hates him. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit unusual for NFL players themselves to say stuff, which is why it made headlines. Right. He was just like, horrible. He's straight horrible. <laughs> so, you know, not Simply mincing put. words there, like pretty, 
pretty straightforward. Um, and then he also talked a little smack more sort of normally about his fellow players, you know, which is maybe less of a civil like action thing and more of just like a regular smack talking. <laughs> right. Um, he said about Odell Beckham Jr., he's skilled and talented. I won't take that away from him, but he's never been through any adversity in his life. It's like, when are you ever going to grow up? Says the guy who's My talking question shit is, to never Is it just talking shit for the sake of talking shit because you have the platform or I don't know, is it because there's really like some sort of hostility between them? Well, they had that game where they were like literally duking it out and things were getting physical. Of course. Like on the field. Like last year mm-hmm. it was this thing and OBJ was like frustrated because he wasn't making good catches. Mm-hmm. He was being covered by Norman and then he like did like an illegal hit and he got I think suspended for a game. I don't know. So they have so this, they have history. This thing going on, and now they're in the same conference, so they're going to be playing each other all the time, right? I think they are. I believe so. Yeah, and then he also talked about Demarius Thomas, wide receiver for the Broncos, and he was making fun of him for only getting one catch during the Super Bowl. To which Demarius replied with a tweet. And Where, a picture. Yes. A symbol photo of his <laughs> Super Bowl 50 championship ring. <laughs> and the tweet read, where's yours at, young fella? <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Which is admittedly like a reasonable burn. And right. also like I, I love Demarius. <laughs> I have a lot of. Team he's Demarius. Just yeah. like, he's just a sweet dude. And he's been, I highly recommend like if you've never read the stories about Demarius, like there's two big ESPN magazine features on him and his background. Like what he went through growing up is actually just bananas. Like his mom and his grandmother were both in prison for like half of his life. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's crazy. And he's totally, you know, obviously come out of it. So you're definitely a fan of him as an athlete and as a human being. Yes, definitely. Definitely. No, I just admire people. I mean, everyone does who come through that kind of adversity and Mm -hmm. are that successful right. it really takes a certain strength of character it's true this is true um i mean but yeah the nfl looking like a wrestling ring out here like everybody <laughs> just smack talking it's gonna be an interesting season i think we've got tom brady slicing open his thumb scissors. <laughs> oh, wait please update me you what happened no i did not I doubt he missed the last preseason game because he was allegedly cleaning his cleats and sliced oh, his thumb open God. and i was like this is gonna be a great scene in his biopic because can't you picture it? it's like all the tension of deflate gate and he suspended the first four games and he's like right he's so angry. <laughs> he's like cleaning out his cleats and true. he's like this and true. then like he slices his thumb open and he's like ah why me I that don't know. I am gleeful about it because I am. I think you so should write anti. the biopic treatment. I could never spend that much time <laughs> with Tom Brady in any regard, whether fictional or real. We That's can make hilarious. Joe Kelly do it. We have a colleague who's a really big Patriots fan. We actually have a few Patriots fans lying about. Gary Trust is also a big Patriots fan. So shout out to our on staff <laughs> Patriots fans. Let's not shout them. Let's and not shout just them like out. shame okay. them really, <laughs> for their bad choice. Let's save teams. all the smack talk for when we do our fantasy league. Yeah. True. There you go. True. All right. So now we're going to dive right into the interviews. I think we'll start up with Akeem Ayers from the Rams, talking with him a little bit about his playlist, a little about like in LA versus mm-hmm. life in St. Louis. It's a different different city. <laughs> Just a true. little. And also how Schoolboy Q was able 
to come through. Schoolboy Q and Kendrick Lamar were able to come through for training camp on an episode of Hard Knocks. Here it is. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog. Thanks for calling in to Ballin' Out. How's your day going so far? I was going good. Just, just finished a little, uh, little walk through, little practice. So we're doing, we're doing good. Nice. Well, you know, how has been the transition to LA from St. Louis been? So how has the transition been? Yes. Oh, it, it's been good. Just. It's been a lot. It's been busy, you know, just moving and moving everything, moving the entire team and just relocating, having new places, practicing that and just learning everything. It's been a lot, but it's been good, I think, so far. I mean, this is something of a homecoming for you, right? Because you're from L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I am. So has that been awesome for you to get to be back home? Oh, yeah, it's been great. Like, I'm back close to family and friends and, and uh, especially – as you know, football concern, you know, they've always been a part of everything I did with football from, from Pop Warner to high school to college. And, and uh, you know, it's been good just to, like I said, just have everyone back close and just be able to attend uh, a lot of events that we have going on. We've been getting to see the action on Hard Knocks. Has it been even more nerve-wracking having the cameras follow the team for this? <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> you really you really don't notice after a while. After a while, you know, you kind of forget that they, they hear so much, you kind of forget about it, and you just you really don't pay much attention to it. And then you got the cameras in the room that's just up in the corner that you forget about all the time. So it's kind of just like you really don't really notice it for the most part. Well, that's good. You're not going to yeah. be on a reality show, though, in the future? <laughs> no, that, that's not, not, not a plan of mine. <laughs> <laughs> None of that. Well, who knows? <laughs> I have to ask, how is the music scene in L.A. compared to St. Louis? I have to imagine there's a difference there. Uh yeah, um, just the fact that you, you just hear is so much more involved, involved. It's, it's around more, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, just from all like type of like events they have going on, concerts. Just it's, it's a lot more going on here, and, and a lot more people are here for music wise. Definitely. I mean, speaking of music, you, you guys had some special guests recently with Schoolboy Q and Kendrick yeah. Lamar. How was it having yeah. them on the field? Um, I mean, that was, that was it was great. It was good. It was good to have them there. Just you know, me being from LA, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty familiar with them. You know, usually a lot of guys who are not from LA are not for the most part. You know, a lot of people probably know Kendrick, but not so much uh, Schoolboy. And uh, just you know, just having them out here and having them out to our practice, you know, seeing them out here. I mean, it was good. It was a good time. That's awesome. Are you a big fan yeah. of their stuff separately? Excuse me. Are you a big yeah. fan of their stuff separately? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm from LA, so I'm, I'm familiar with them. So I've been been listening to both of them for a while now. So especially with uh, especially Schoolboy Schoolboy Q music, the last album that came out. You know, uh, like I said, I'm familiar. I've been listening to them for a while now. That's awesome. What's on yeah. your um, actual pregame playlist? What's what's on my pre pre pregame playlist? Yes. Um, I, I got I got a ton of stuff. I got uh, see, I got so many different playlists. I'm always like just making new playlists, and it just depends on it just depends on what I'm in the mood for. But I got some of like well, I got some of everybody. Like I said, I got some I got some um, some 
Lil Uzi, I got some Schoolboy, I got some uh, some some Drake, I got some I got a little bit of everything. I got some, I got some YG, I got some, like I literally have about like everything, pretty much every artist for the most part. Everyone? That's a lot. <laughs> Would you I call got, yourself a hardcore hip hop head? Yeah, I am. I am. Awesome. So I, I pretty much I, I like my music range is pretty wide. As far as like my artists that I listen to. Do you remember the first album you ever bought? Mm, oh man. I remember one my favorite my favorite album and the one I remember the most is uh the Snoop Dogg Last Meal. Good that, choice. That was probably like one of my favorite I probably was in uh maybe middle school. What do you remember of the album that really stuck with you? Excuse me? What do you remember from the album that really stuck with you? Pretty much, pretty much most of the songs. Most of the songs on there, for the most part, stuff. I, I play, I play that, I play that album like on repeat over and over and over again. Nice. We've got a little Kanye in the background. There, yeah, so we just like. heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that that's one of my favorite artists too. Would you say the Rams locker room playlist is similar to your own? What'd you say? Would you say the Rams locker room playlist is similar to your own? Well, I am I am the uh, the playlist in locker room. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a DJ. <laughs> yeah, so so usually I'm a DJ up in there on the on the on ones and twos in the locker room. Hey, that's hey, awesome. you never know. You could actually turn that into a career after football. All right, all right, <laughs> possibly. For sure. And, um, you know, I'm actually going to be doing a fantasy football league for the first time in my life. So I've been asking everybody on our podcast for some advice. Do you have any major keys? Um, get Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley? <laughs> He's not biased, though. He's not yeah, biased. Not biased at all. There you go. If, if you, if you want to win. <laughs> if I want to win, get Todd Gurley. Noted. <laughs> do you find that a lot of football players are into fantasy at all? Or in your experience, people don't really do it? Um, it's, 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 It depends. Some people are. Some people are. Just because, you know, a lot of us, people are just so so busy with the season and so involved with the season. Definitely. That, uh, you know, it's just kind of hard to probably keep track of because you, you got to be on top of it for the most part. Like, as far as like knowing who's up this week and who's out, and you know, for sure, with your lineup and who's everything. On the so list, it, 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 you got to be, you got to pretty much be on top of it a lot. Yeah, we actually talked to Schoolboy Q for this same episode of the podcast, and he was talking mm. in great detail about how he lost yeah. his league because he didn't set his lineup in the last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you got to you got to constantly be on top of it, yeah. <laughs> almost like a coach. <laughs> for sure exactly well you know what Akeem thank you so much for your time with us today and good yes, luck on the forthcoming you. season alright thank you good talking to you we're getting balls right now something new by Snoop Doggy Dog this one goes out to the ladies from all the guys a big bow wow wow cause we gonna make it a little mystery here tonight this is DJ next we're gonna talk to the one and only schoolboy Q yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about his history on and off the field as a fan and as a player and just you know about what football like how that's impacted his rap career it's an interesting convo work, nigga, work. Yeah, 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 yeah. a lot of niggas die should have been from Hoover Street no I do not have a car but I could buy one every week 
Pimpin' like I'm 33, Mookie's like I'm 36, Shitbo's like I'm 28, Tacoma know I'm pushing weight, OXY I'm in your state, eating off your dinner plate, my heart live with Santa State, super fly. Welcome to Ballin' Out, thanks for your time today. I'm chilling right now, just left the gym. Hey, nice, put it in work. Nice. Yeah, I've got to. <laughs> Can't be mad at that. Um, so let's, you know, go right into it. How did you land on Hard Knocks? Shit, I don't know. I got a phone call and they said I'm being on Hard Knocks. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was I mean, nothing. Yeah. How do you feel about the Rams this season? Man, I'm a Niner fan. I really don't have a... <laughs> You know, I was just showing love because they came to L.A., you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to show love to your L.A. team. Like, we ain't had football in L.A. for years on years on years since I was a little, little kid. So, it's mainly for the youth, you know what I mean? Like, all the youth that's coming up and a lot of the old people that were Rams. Because, you know, they, as, they old as rocks. A lot of the <laughs> Rams fans out here, they old as rocks. So, it's mainly for the youth, right. you know what I mean? It's good that kids coming up get to have a team in LA now because we got everything else but football and that's like California is like one of the biggest football states in America so definitely it's not the biggest had you ever been to a training camp before like that uh, yeah a Niners one. Uh, okay but I didn't get to go on the field it was like on the sideline right and I wasn't schoolboy Q at the time I was just a regular like you know just a fan Regular boy Q. Yeah, just just fanboy Q, you know? (laughs) I mean, you know, as someone who used to play football, I mean, what, since you were six years old, correct? Yep. Um, You know, when you were on the field, did you feel like, you know, your football dreams were being realized? No, because I'm looking at them dudes like, damn, I can't believe I used to take hits from dudes like this. Like, (laughs) they look like... Like, you know, I'm I'm working out and stuff like that, but I'm never, in, I'm not in that type of shape anymore. So I just couldn't imagine myself. Honestly, I don't even see how I managed to play football from I was, the time I was six up to 21 years old. Cause I'm looking at these kids, like the dudes. Well, yeah, kids, I am that old now. So <laughs> I'm looking at some of them kids like 22 and 23. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like they fucking moving hella fast, and I just don't see how... I was able to take them hits back then. I can't imagine getting tackled right now. I'll probably break like at least five balls. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty wild. But, I mean, you and Kendrick yeah. looked like you had some, some moves happening out there. I didn't realize he was athletic, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? His little beaver ass is like... <laughs> Love it. Um, you know, going back to, you know, the days you were playing football, was there a position that you felt like you were the best at yeah uh receiver i play receiver my little short ass I always play receiver my whole life and i never i never my whole life playing football i never rose the bench everything else i had to sit with either wait my time like basketball like a couple years i probably didn't start then i probably worked my way to starting baseball baseball i never really sat on the bench either just one year when I moved up to varsity, like, hella early. I played varsity in ninth grade, so it was, like, all seniors on the team. So I, I rode the bench, like, ninth grade. But after that, like, football from 6 to 21 years old, I've always been a starter. So 
receiver always been. Because I just felt like, like I said, like back then I was always the smallest receiver, but I was always the fastest and I was always the strongest. You know, so it was like I had to work a little bit harder because people were like, the receivers are always like four more inches taller than me. So I went out there and I, I worked that much harder and I always started. So right. receiver, I felt like I was better than everybody. Was there um, a lesson that you learned on the field that you can kind of apply to being in the rap game? Um, being able to listen to authority, hearing other people's opinions, because, you know, you think you're great at everything you do when you play football, but you still got a coach. You know what I'm saying? Just like with rap, you know, somebody may tell you, oh, no, nah, you shouldn't do this. Maybe you should add another verse or maybe you should. You know, you can you can take you can take criticism from people because yeah. uh, you know a lot of people can't take it. Like this is our our craft. A lot of people don't want to hear, "Oh man, you should write a new verse." Mm-hmm. Or a lot of people don't want to hear, "Oh, this is not a good this is not a good song." But me coming from football, I could be done had eleven touchdowns this season. Next season, I think I can line up any way I want to, and the coach can on me like that's not the proper way. Mm-hmm. Your stance, or you didn't get enough depth in your depth in your route you know what i mean like yeah. so yeah pretty sure that's interesting now have you ever played fantasy football yeah i played last year i didn't make the playoffs so so yeah. listen i <laughs> my, my my team is on a mission to make me play for the first time ever this season so what is your golden advice Shit, wake up and make sure you make them substitutions. <laughs> That's the only reason I didn't uh, make the playoffs because um, fucking um, you weren't setting your I lineup. Didn't wake up in time. Yeah, I didn't wake up in time. The last fucking game of the season. Oh no! And I would have won too because even though I, I had a quarterback in the game mm-hmm. that was that uh, that sat out. You get what I'm saying? Uh, and I still only lost by five points. If I would have wow. put my foot, I would have been good. But I mean, I it's harder, I think, on the West Coast because you got to set your lineup way earlier. Like, we kind of have an yeah. advantage on that front. Yeah, exactly. Is this like a TDE fantasy league? <laughs> nah, them niggas don't know shit about those. <laughs> They don't know. None of them dudes know nothing about sports, man. I'm the only after. They don't even get it. I'm like, yo, every Sunday I need to go to a bar. Rather I'm yeah. in like, you know, rather I'm in Tennessee, rather I'm in, I got to get it together and I got to watch the Niner game. I'm not going, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing no meet and greets. I'm not doing nothing until the <laughs> Niner game. All right. Well, Q, next time you're in New York City and there's a football game, yeah, we're all we're going all gonna on watch, a Sunday right? night. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, long as we watching the Niners, I ain't yeah. watching the I mean, I'm sure you don't want to watch my pathetic Jets, so it's fine. We'll watch the Niners. And we too. all know uh, that you I, don't want to watch the Seahawks. So, <laughs> no, we, oh yeah, fuck the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> I know we already had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, the the Jets though. I crazy is though the Jets. I kind of like the Jets. If I didn't like the Niners, I would probably be a Jets fan. What? Um, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm always rooting I, for I Brandon like Marshall though. Like, He's my dude. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I'm a Jets fan, but that was one team uh, growing up. If it wasn't the Niners, I wouldn't mind watching the Jets game. You know what I mean? I hear you. I, I think it was because of Keyshawn Johnson and him coming out of L.A. Hmm. Yeah, that's I true. I want to watch the that's Jets true. a little bit. That's true. How, I mean, speaking of, you know, getting into NFL, like, 
How are you feeling about the Niners this year? I'm trash. I mean, you know, <laughs> we feel it. It is what it is, you know. Just like I'm a Laker fan also, we're trash. <laughs> well, we build it. I mean, we all have our days, you know. I'm an Angels fan, too. Every fucking team I like is trash. So <laughs> but right you're still now, loyal. You know, That's what counts. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm a damn, I'm, I'm, I'm super loyal, you know. Have you been uh, paying I love, attention? I love the Angels. I love the Dodgers. I mean, nah, fuck the Dodgers. I mean, I love the, I the, I love the Lakers. I hate the Clippers. I love the San Francisco 49ers. I hate the Raiders, you know? So, yeah. I'm diehard to it. So it's over. And I'm not a Kings fan. I'm a Capitals fan in hockey. In case there was any confusion, thank you for yeah. laying that out. <laughs> um, have you been paying attention yeah. to the Olympics at all? Fuck no. <laughs> not even Just, like Michael Phelps winning out here 23 medals I mean, y'all know he gonna win that's like, <laughs> like, why? like watching like, USA basketball versus like Argentina I don't wanna watch they've been struggling <laughs> a little bit though you know like that's terrible that's like that's like 120 to like 48 like why would I watch that <laughs> you wanna see an actual competition basically yeah, like I'm not, and I don't know like the names besides Usain. If I'm even saying it right, Usain Bolt and Michael yeah. Phelps. Like, other than that, I don't really know who the fuck is. <laughs> At least you're honest. Dang. We appreciate honesty yeah, in this podcast. I'm not really an Olympic guy. I don't really care. I was actually going to ask also um, if there were any football player who you would invite to do a track with you, like past or present. Who would it be? Football player. Yeah. yeah. Deion Sanders must be the money. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got to make it happen. You never know. I met Deion Sanders too. Yeah. Oh, nice. What was the conversation like? Nothing. He didn't know who the fuck I was. You know? Aww. <laughs> Aww, you know what I mean? No. I'm just telling it. I was a fan and I wore 21 pretty much my whole career of football just because of him, you know? Aww. No, well, we'll be sure to let him know once this when podcast we, when comes we out. When we talk to him, yeah, yeah. you know, we got to put it out there. All the time. You never know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, he probably ain't gonna remember. I met him at like Arsenio Hall or some shit. Oh wow! Yeah. Like, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's Deion Sanders, though. I could use, you know what I mean? You know, so many people he meets. Like, Same goes for you as well. Definitely. Um, but Q, thank you so much for your time thank with us you. today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it too. See, I've been in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. All night laying verses, though I'd rather lay with you, baby. Yeah, with schoolboy Q. Coming through with the clutch advice for okay, okay, my first okay, season. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Coming through in the clutch with some fantasy football advice and some, some you know, real deep lessons about yeah. life and comparing football to rap. He's like one of the smartest people I've ever interviewed, definitely. Yeah. Q, shout out to you and thank you for stopping by the podcast. A hundred percent. And that's a wrap for episode eleven. Thank you guys as ever for tuning in and if you're somehow not already subscribed Hit to the, the subscribe podcast, button. just do it. Just get it like in your iTunes every week. How how easy is that? 
You know, it's simple. You don't have to go to Adele's and my Twitter. We know <laughs> I mean, you're you devoted followers. Exactly. But like you could just get it automatically there too. Exactly. And you can also find us on ACAST and Billboard.com. But you know this. And of course, if you love us, tweet us, subscribe to us. Give us hot tips, yo. If you see some stuff out there and you're like, oh my God, this is perfect falling out material. All you have to do is say at Natalie Weiner or at Adele Platon. And then hashtag balling out. See? Like, think about how great that would be. Tell Adele who to draft her fantasy league and give her really bad advice. Actually, I have have a game plan in mind. You already have a game plan? Yeah. We haven't even, like, started Oh, I've been studying. Oh, Jesus. She hasn't been studying the news. She doesn't know about Tom Brady's thumb, but she somehow has a plan for For fantasy fantasy football. Yeah. It's all all good. Anyway, thank you again for listening, and we will see you guys, or hear you guys, or talk to you guys, or whatever you want to say next week. Years of being rich, nigga. Drove beams down, feed, nigga. Push Porsches down, broad way. I've been diving to different holes, nigga. Got a chain that's worth the rolls, nigga. Got an engine back with the top in it, nigga. Driving it like it's a bomb in it. Mm. Me, no conversation with the fake. That part. All my bitches, independent bitches. That part. That part.